podcast. I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend, great 4th of July weekend. I know I did. Uh, but my long time, long time friend of mine got married this weekend, and uh, congratulations to him and his and his wife. And I uh, hope everybody had a great weekend. Today, we're going to be talking about Jeffrey Epstein. And if you don't know who he is, he's an American financier, philanthropist, and a registered sex offender. Uh, Epstein began his career at the investment bank uh, Bear Stearns before before forming his own firm. And uh, he lives in the United States Virgin Islands. In 2008, Epstein was convicted of soliciting an underage girl for prostitution, for which he served 13 months in custody with work release, which meant he was allowed to spend 16 hours a day outside of prison. Epstein was arrested again on July 6th, 2019, for sex trafficking of minors in Florida and New York, and that's what we're going to talk about today. I got my sources from the Daily Beast, which is a really, really big article, and um, and this is, you know, this guy has kind of skated by for years because he's got so much money, you know, living on his island, and he made things disappear a little bit, but it doesn't look like that's going to be the case. So uh, I'm going to get right into it here, and um, here we go. Billionaire pedophile Jeffrey Epstein was arrested for allegedly sex trafficking dozens of minors in New York and Florida between 2002 and 2005, and will appear in court in New York on Monday, according to three law enforcement sources. Saturday's arrest by the FBI and NYPD Crimes Against Children Task Force comes about 12 years after the 66-year-old financier essentially got a slap on the wrist for allegedly molesting dozens of underage girls in Florida. For more than a decade, Epstein's alleged abuse of minors has been the subject of lawsuits brought by victims, investigations by local federal and federal authorities, and exposés in the press. But despite the attention cast on his alleged sex crimes, the hedge funder has managed to avoid any meaningful jail time, let alone federal charges. The new indictment, which according to two sources will be unsealed Monday in a Manhattan federal court, will reportedly allege that Epstein sexually exploited dozens of underage girls in a now familiar scheme, paying them cash for massages, and then molesting or sexually abusing them in his Upper East Side mansion or his palatial residence in Palm Beach. Epstein will be charged with one count of sex trafficking of minors and one count of conspiracy to engage in sex trafficking of minors, which could put him away for a maximum of 45 years. The case is being handled by the Public Corruption Unit of the Southern District of New York with assistance from the district's human trafficking officials and the FBI. Several of the billionaire's employees and associates allegedly recruited the girls for Epstein's abuse, and some victims eventually became recruiters themselves, according to law enforcement. The girls were as young as 14, and Epstein knew they were underage, according to details of the arrest and indictment shared by two officials. Epstein's attorney, Martin Weinberg, declined to comment when reached by the Daily Beast on Saturday night. The SDNY also declined to comment. It's been a long time coming. It's been too long coming, said attorney David Boyce, who represents Epstein's accusers, Virginia Roberts, Guffrey, and Sarah Ransom. It is an important step towards getting justice for many victims of Mr. Epstein's sex trafficking enterprise. 
We hope that prosecutors will not stop with Mr. Epstein because there were there were many other people who participated with him and made the sex trafficking possible, he told the Daily Beast. In an era where Me Too has toppled powerful men, Epstein's name was largely absent from the national conversation. For years, the Daily Beast has reported on Epstein's alleged abuse, starting with Conchita Sarnoff's exposés on his easy jail sentence and soft treatment by the U.S. Attorney's Office, which ultimately scrapped a 53-page indictment against Epstein. An earlier version of Epstein's plea deal included a 10-year federal sentence before his star-studded lawyers threatened to go to trial in a case prosecutors feared was unwinnable, in part because Epstein's team dredged up dirt on the victims, including social media posts indicating drug use. Meanwhile, the financier flitted among his homes in Palm Beach, New York City, and the Virgin Islands, as well as his secluded Zorro Ranch in Stanley, New Mexico, transporting young women on his private jet to facilitate the sexual abuse that's gone unchecked by authorities, his alleged victims say. In an announcement planned for Monday, the FBI is expected to provide a number for other victims to contact the SDNY. As early as 2003's Vicki Ward's Vanity Fair profile cracked into Epstein's enigmatic facade and, as Ward noted, revealed he was definitely not what he claimed to be. Back then, allegations of sexual abuse leveled by one accuser, Maria Farmer, and her family were excised from Ward's piece after Epstein pressured the magazine. Epstein's bust comes mere months after federal judge ruled his 2007 non-prosecution agreement secretly inked under former U.S. Attorney and current Labor Secretary Alexander Acosta violated federal law by keeping Epstein's victims in the dark. Under the sweetheart deal, Epstein dodged federal charges that might have sent him to prison for life. He, inst- he instead pleaded guilty to minor state charges in Palm Beach and served 13 months in a private wing of a county jail, mostly on work release. The alleged victims who sued the government for violating the Crime Victims' Rights Act asked the court to rescind Epstein's non-prosecution agreement and called for the feds to hold him criminally liable. The MPA also granted immunity to Epstein's co-conspirators, identified in the document as including but not limited to Sarah Kellen, Adriana Ross, Leslie Groff, or Nadia Marcinkova. But in June, prosecutors for the government advised the judge to uphold the plea deal, saying that voiding it would cause unintended harm to many of the victims and jeopardize monetary settlements that more than a dozen of them received. If today's report is true, it only proves that Epstein should have been charged by federal prosecutors 12 years ago in Florida. With his money, Epstein was able to buy more than a decade of delay in facing justice, but fortunately, he wasn't able to postpone justice forever, said attorney Paul Castle, who represents multiple victims of Epstein and their lawsuit against the federal government. While New York prosecutors are apparently seeking to hold Epstein accountable, the fight will continue to force federal prosecutors in Florida to do the same thing. Castle added in a statement, while Epstein was not the head of the international sex trafficking organization, that conspiracy could not have functioned without many others playing their part. Jane Doe, number one, 
and number two will continue to fight for all of Epstein's co-conspirators to be held accountable in New York, Florida, and anywhere else they committed crimes. Epstein reportedly supplied valuable intel to federal investigators in exchange for his lenient plea deal. It's been speculated this information may have been related to Bear Stearns exec executives' alleged crimes in the lead-up to the 2008 financial crisis. According to one Page Six report, Epstein lost $57 million in Bear Stearns' collapse and was a victim identified as major investor number one in the in indictment of hedge fund man managers Ralph Siafi and Matthew Tannen. A federal jury acquitted Coffee, Siafi and Tannen of securities fraud charges. But in March 2019, you know, before I get into that, there's a good movie called The Big Short that that um that goes into the financial crisis that happened in 2008 it's it's a great movie christian bales in it and um steve carell is in it it's a it's a it's a great movie if you if you don't if you're unfamiliar with what happened specifically check out the movie it's uh it's, it's really good all right moving on but in march 2019 Fox Business reported that Epstein did not provide any meaningful cooperation to obtain his relatively light sentence in the hedge fund case or likely any case tied to the financial crisis. Jack Goldberger, one of Epstein's attorneys in the Palm Beach sex crimes case, told Fox of the Bear Stearns prosecution, Mr. Epstein was never spoken to by any of the authorities on this subject. He was a very large investor, no more, no less. One former federal prosecutor on the Bear Stearns case agreed. Bottom line, I have no knowledge of Epstein cooperating in any way in the Bear Stearns case. There was no reason to use him, the ex-prosecutor told Fox. Now, with Epstein's victims, once a math teacher at the elite Dalton School, Jeffrey Epstein left for Bear Stearns before starting his own firm, J. Epstein & Company, which supposedly only managed the fortunes of billionaires. Les Wexner, chairman of Limited Brands, is his only known client. In April 2019, a new accuser came forward with claims that Epstein and his alleged madam, Grizzlane Maxwell, assaulted her at Wexner's Ohio residence in the 1990s. Epstein, Maxwell, and Wexner have not commented on these allegations. Epstein's financial career has always been shrouded in mystery. Over the years, Epstein billed himself as a renowned philanthropist and pledged $30 million for Harvard's program for evolutionary dynamics. He's palled around with a host of famous faces, including Donald Trump and Bill Clinton. The latter traveled with Epstein to Africa to address issues like economic development and AIDS. In a 2002 profile in New York, one fellow Wall Streeter described Epstein as a mysterious Gatsby-esque figure who likes people to think he is very rich and cultivates this air of aloofness. Another prominent investor added, he once told me he had 300 people working for him. I have also heard that he manages Rockefeller money, but one never knows. It's like looking at the Wizard of Oz. There may be less there than meets the eye. Vanity Fair's 2003 take on Epstein compared him to the self-made Jay Gatsby too. The trading desks don't seem to know him. It's unusual for animals that big not to leave any footprints in the snow, one insider told the magazine. During his high-flying finance years, Epstein also allegedly harbored a dark secret, his widespread abuse of underage girls. 
In 2005, Palm Beach police launched an investigation into Epstein after a 14-year-old girl told police an older man named Jeff had molested her at her residence, a two-story at his residence, a two-story pink mansion on a dead-end street. Authorities would discover a disturbing teen sex ring where victims were allegedly paid to recruit other young girls to provide massages inside Epstein's lair. The victims would be led to Epstein's bedroom and Epstein would enter and order them to remove their clothing, police said. The financier would then assault them, sometimes forcing them into intercourse with him or a young woman he described as his sex slave and paid them $200 to $1,000 per visit, according to court documents. Police say Epstein's massages were booked with the help of his personal assistants, including Sarah Kellen, who kept a Rolodex of underage girls. But as the Daily Beast previously reported, the state's attorney's office in Palm Beach declined to pursue serious charges. Let me see here. I'm sorry. Reported, the Palm Beach declined to pursue serious charges against Epstein, filing only a single felony count of soliciting prostitution, claiming the girls weren't credible. The local police chief, Michael Ryder, accused prosecutors of giving Epstein special treatment in 2006 and in 2006 referred to the case to the FBI. By May 2007, the U.S. Attorney's Office in Miami drafted a 53-page indictment against Epstein alongside an 82-page prosecution memorandum. That summer, however, Epstein's lawyers worked to unravel the case, claiming Epstein wasn't guilty of any federal crimes. Epstein and the feds drew up a non-prosecution agreement in September 2007. Without forming, informing any of the victims, the two sides decided that Epstein would plead guilty to a pair of state charges, solicitation, solicitation of prostitution and procurement of minors for prostitution, and waive his right to contest damages if the victims decided to sue him over the abuse. He also agreed to pay for the girls' attorney fees. Indeed, the NPA stated that in the United States, in consultation with and, in, and subject to good faith approval of Epstein's counsel, shall select an attorney representative for the victims who shall be paid for by Epstein. That's nuts. They pretty much said that he gets to pick uh, the lawyer for him and, he, and, but, and he'll pay for the victims. The MPA also granted immunity to any potential co-conspirator of Epstein's and ensured the deal would not be made part of any public record, of course. Epstein could have faced multiple federal charges, the MPA noted, including sex trafficking of children or by force, fraud, or coercion. 18 U.S.C. 1591, the use of a facility or means of interstate commerce to entice minors into prostitution, 18 U.S.C. 2422b, and traveling for the purpose of engaging in illicit sexual conduct with minors, 18 U.S.C. 2423b, the document states Epstein might have committed those crimes from around 2001 to September 2007. Other women claim that Epstein's alleged, alleged abuse spanned many years and many locations, according to civil court filings. In an April 2019 affidavit, a woman named Maria Farmer said she met Epstein and Maxwell sometime in 1995 at one of Farmer's art shows in New York. In 1996, Epstein offered her a job to help him acquire art, but according to Farmer, 
She instead ended up manning the door at Epstein's Upper East Side mansion and keeping records of his visitors. Some of those visitors, Farmer claimed, were underage girls in school uniforms who would be led to an upstairs bedroom for what Maxwell called interviews for modeling positions. Farmer witnessed Epstein's lawyer and friend, Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz, head upstairs where the girls were present, the affidavit said. Dershowitz has denied Farmer's accusations. Maria Farmer stopped working for the Epstein for Epstein before I ever met Epstein, Dershowitz told the Daily Beast. It's a totally perjured affidavit. It's all totally made up. For her lawyers to submit these obviously perjured affidavits raises serious questions about their role in this case. In the summer of 1996, Epstein allegedly arranged for Farmer to work on a special art project at Leslie Wexner's mansion in New Albany, Ohio. Farmer and her two younger brothers stayed at the property at that time. Farmer claims Maxwell and Epstein sexually assaulted her at the Ohio property, and Wexner's security team refused to let her leave. She said she tried calling the sheriff's office but didn't get a response. Her father had to drive from Kentucky to help her. Once she returned to New York, Farmer visited the NYPD's 6th Precinct to report the Ohio assault, but officers there told her to contact the FBI. Farmer called the feds, but they didn't appear to take any action, the affidavit states. Meanwhile, Farmer claims Epstein and Maxwell preyed on her 15-year-old sister, molesting her at Epstein's ranch in New, in New Mexico. Epstein also held her sibling's hand at a New York movie theater where he was rubbing her in a sexual manner without my knowledge, Farmer added. I was terrified for Max, of Maxwell and Epstein, and I moved a number of times to try to hide from them, Farmer stated of the powerful pair's alleged threats against her and their alleged efforts to sabotage her reputation in the art world. Another accuser, Virginia Roberts Guffrey, has long claimed that Epstein and Maxwell abused minor girls across the country and abroad, and that Epstein loaned his victims out to his famous friends, including Dershowitz and Prince Andrew. Guffrey filed a declaration in 2015 as part of the Crime Victims' Rights Act suite, suit and detailed Epstein's alleged sex ring. She said she met Epstein in 1999 after Maxwell approached her during her summer job at Mar-a-Lago. She was 15 years old. Dershowitz and Prince Andrew vehemently denied Guffrey's claims and Buckingham Palace quickly released a statement. It is emphatically denied that HRH, the Duke of York, and any form of sexual contact or relationship with Virginia Roberts. The allegations made are false and without any foundation. The story is totally made up, Dershowitz told the BBC after Guffrey's court filing made international headlines. He added, my only feeling... <clears throat> is if she's lied about me, which I know to an absolute certainty she has, she should not be believed about anyone else. So it gets bigger and bigger. Some, uh, some pretty powerful people here. Maxwell allegedly offered Guffrey professional training in massages, but when Guffrey arrived at Epstein's Palm Beach home, she was allegedly forced into sexual activity with the billionaire and would become trapped in his web. She said that when she began working for Epstein, he flew her to New York on his private jet and molested her at his Manhattan mansion. I was trained to be everything a man wanted me to be, Guffrey said in the declaration. 
I wasn't just, it wasn't just sexual training. They wanted me to be able to cater to all the needs of the men they were going to send me to. Maxwell and Epstein allegedly ordered Guffrey to pay attention to what the men wanted so she could report back to them. Guffrey said she traveled with Epstein from 1999 through the summer of 2002 to his homes in New York, New Mexico, the U.S. Virgin Islands, and Paris, France. I had sex with him often in these places and also with the various people he demanded that I have sex with, Guffrey stated. Epstein paid me for, mon for many of these sexual encounters. In fact, my only purpose for Epstein, Maxwell, and their friends was to be used for sex. Guffrey added that Epstein had sex with underage girls on a daily basis and that his interest in minor girls was obvious to those in his orbit. His code word for this abuse was massage, and Maxwell would often have sex with the victims too, Guffrey claimed. Maxwell denied Guffrey's claims as early as 2011 after Guffrey gave an interview to the Daily Mail, releasing a statement that claimed the allegations made against me are abhorrent and entirely untrue, and I ask that they stop. In 2015, Maxwell called Guffrey's allegations obvious lies, and Guffrey filed a defamation suit against the socialite. The Miami Herald and other news outlets have asked the U.S. Court of Appeals for the sec Second Circuit to unseal all pleadings in that case, which was settled in 2017. Paul Castle, one of Guffrey's lawyers, told the court that if the records are made public, they will show that Epstein and Maxwell were trafficking girls to the benefit of his friends, including Mr. Dershowitz. Last week, the court ordered the release of sealed documents in the case. Epstein allegedly forced Guffrey to have sex with Prince Andrew at least three times, including during an orgy. The, the court filing includes a photo of Andy putting his arm around Guffrey's partially bare waist while Maxwell smiles in the background. Guffrey said she was also forced to have sex with another Epstein confidant, Jean-Luc Brunel, who runs the MC2 modeling agency. Brunel supplied Epstein with girls as young as 12 luring aspiring models from poor countries or poor backgrounds to the United States, Geoffrey alleged. Jeffrey Epstein has told me that he has slept with over 1,000 of Brunel's girls, and everything that I have seen confirms his claim, Geoffrey stated. Brunel, in a previous statement, denied being involved in the actions Mr. Jeffrey Epstein is being accused of and said I have exercised with the utmost ethical standard for almost 40 years. Guffrey said she finally escaped Epstein's abuse after he sent her to Thailand to learn Thai massage and to recruit another young girl for his alleged sex ring. Instead, Geoffrey, Jeffrey met her future husband and relocated to Australia. Years later, in 2011, two FBI agents from Florida visited Guffrey to discuss Epstein. In another declaration, Guffrey said that investigators seemed like they were being blocked from doing what they wanted to do, which I thought was to arrest Epstein and his powerful friends for all their illegal sexual crimes. In 2014, Guffrey tried to contact the FBI again for an update on the Epstein investigation. I have never been able to figure out who was, who was and still is stopping a prosecution, Guffrey said during the declaration. Because nothing is being done, Jeffries added, it makes me think that Epstein was right when he told me he had so many people in his pocket. Maybe those people are still helping him escape being prosecuted for what he did against me. The justice system doesn't seem to respond to the victims in this case. 
it seems to favor those who have the most money and power and influence. Now, this is absolutely unbelievable that this guy has been able to with to escape prosecution for this long. Over 10 years. Now, there was a recent um Christine Pelosi who was the I'm sorry, Christine Pelosi who was the daughter of Nancy Pelosi sent a, sent a tweet that said that there's going to be some information coming out and saying that uh, some of their faves are going maybe implicated in this in this Epstein case, which is a big deal. It sounds like like Epstein, you know, was a member of like this this cabal, this cabal that traffics underage underage kids underage um, kids for for child sex trafficking. And, um, and it's unbelievable. And it's, uh, it sounds like it's finally going to come to light. We're going to find out on Monday because, uh, you know, this, this, this needs to be brought out and, and this guy needs to be, uh, needs to be put away. You know, it seems as of recently, I would say maybe over the last two years that there, I've, I have seen more and more coverage of child sex trafficking in the news. There isn't much. If you look on the if you look on the web, you will find articles and you will find information about it. There's an organization called V4CR that led by uh, Craig the Sawman Sawyer that is that is trying to help with the child sex trafficking trade and put an end to it. So, so this this stuff is going on, and for some reason, the mainstream media is not covering it, and I don't know why. It, it seems like you have to search for it, but you will not hear about it on the five o'clock news, this you know six o'clock news. You 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 won't hear it in in the mainstream media for, for some reason, and and maybe we're gonna figure out why because there might be some really really powerful people that are that are in it and that are responsible. This is a pretty brutal story, but it needed to be it needed to be talked about and and it needed to be brought out there. And if you can, if you can tell people. Uh, my, you know, you guys out there, if you can tell uh, your friends, your, you know, your family members, tell them about V4CR and the work that they're doing to help uh, child sex trafficking and end child sex trafficking. And, um, and and tell them about the podcast if they want to know what is going on with Jeffrey Epstein, the history, and uh, what, what's going on right now. Tell them to head over to, to uh, the, our, uh, the 57 podcast and, and listen to this podcast so that um, so they can get a head up on it. So that is the information that I have for right now. And I will be, um, I'll be posting about it on social media this week, uh, 57 podcast on Instagram, uh, 57 podcast on Facebook. And I have a YouTube page as well that I'm going to be giving a little bit more attention to. So, so guys spread the word on this. Uh, this is a, this is a big deal, you know? This stuff needs to be brought out to light. People need to start asking questions about about why this guy has 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 escaped prosecution for so long. He's hiding. He's hanging out and his on his Virgin Island, oh, his island in the Virgin Islands. You know, uh, escaping prosecution. But we'll see how this plays out, guys. Once again, thank you very much for your support. I'm uh, greatly appreciative. Uh, keep with the support. 
if you want to start a conversation on the, on the Facebook page, go on ahead. I, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say. I love hearing from the, from you guys and, uh, and, and starting conversations with you guys. All right, guys, that's all I got for you today. This is pre out. Mm-hmm.